Welcome to Raising the New Earth. I'm Brooke. And I'm Noah. We are both mothers and holistic nutritionists, health coaches here to share our experiences and engage in new perspectives in health, food, nature, consciousness, and spirituality, all through the greater lands of motherhood. This podcast is here to call us to higher levels of consciousness and tap into a greater potential for ourselves, our children, and humanity as a whole. We explore the role we can individually and collectively play to birth, nourish, and co-create a more beautiful world. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Raising the New Earth. I am your host, Noah Dory, and today um, we're going to talk about food addictions. So it's interesting to see that recent studies are showing us that 95% of our serotonin reside in the gut, as well as 50% of the dopamine is also in the gut. And so this is really good news because it just tells us that if we change what we eat, we may be able to release more dopamine and more serotonin. Both are happy hormones that help us feel um, accomplished and, and joyful throughout our lives. And so one of the things to remember is that if our diet is filled with processed foods, which I look at as being a very low vibrational foods, then this is going to be, uh, there's going to be a direct correlation to how we feel. Uh, if you eat laboratory foods, if 90% of your, your, your diet comes from processed foods, packaged foods, then your life may look like more sluggish. You may Um, find yourself craving more of that food. And in order to break the cycle, we really have to look at the fact that 90% 90 of our brain is made out of glycogen, glycogen in the form of glucose and not in the form of, you know, processed uh, foods. That glucose should come from fruits, really healing, healing fruit. And we're going to talk about fruit fear in another episode. I can't tell you how many clients I see that just are ridiculously afraid of eating fruit. So that's, let's, let's, let's leave it to another episode. Um, so as far as food addiction is concerned, there are two main um, reasons behind addiction, uh, which are glucose deficiency, we just touched on, and adrenaline surge uh, dependency. So when I see clients at the mental health and addiction center facility, I, and, and, and I worked with eating disorder clients, for example, I have seen the difficulty in them letting go of, let's say the purging cycle, if they're bulimic and they're experiencing bulimia and purging, they had the most difficult time letting go of that. It's almost like something in their brain, um, missed that rush, right? And the way that I like to work with my clients is I don't like creating a void. I like bringing something in. And so we're breaking the, we're breaking the pattern, the by now automated, automated pattern by bringing a different habit in and day in and day out. I usually have them do that for 60 days, at least 60 to 90 days until we establish that new habit for them not to crave the old pattern 
that was really destructive to their health. And so I've seen it a lot uh, in many, many cases, if not all of them, that craving for the adrenaline rush that they experience, even though they knew logically that this is not a good thing for them, they really desired it. So this is what we see in in those um, in the root cause behind addictions. And sometimes it's a combination of the two, but one at least is always involved. So this is this is uh, this is something that we see in um, countless addictions, you know, sex, drugs, food, uh, diet soda, extreme sports, whatever that is. You have to understand addictions and how important glucose is to rebuilding our bodies. And the glucose that we talked about that is found in fruits and starchy vegetables and even raw honey is essential, essential to to consume because every single cell in our body runs off glucose for fuel. And the brain needs those critical levels of glucose to properly function. So let's talk for a minute about um, insulin resistance. So one of the main reasons addictions are so prevalent is because almost all of us are walking around with some level of insulin resistance, according to what Anthony William uh, has discovered, too much fat in our diet. So... With my clients, I see that if they have too much fat in their diet, their liver is so stagnant, it it doesn't break down essential nutrients and minerals. And so there's so much fat, fat in the bloodstream, digestive tract and, and lymph fluid that the insulin is needed to try and force that sugar through and around the fat saturation so it can actually enter the cells and help the body to function. And, and this is what creates insulin resistance. And so with my clients, I said, whether they're plant-based or uh, carnivores, I always say, try to cut your fat in half. So for the longest time, when I healed from Hashimoto thyroiditis, it's an autoimmune um, disease. I had to, I went oil-free completely. So I taught myself how to cook without oil and instead cook with warm water or vegetable broth or coconut aminos instead of oil. I just, I was so used to having oil every in every dish. And I taught myself how to just decrease the fat intake by, by for me, it was, I went to zero fat for a long time until I healed. But for my clients, I always say, whether you're plant-based or, uh, you eat meat, just make sure you cut it in half. And so one meal can be plant-based, kind of fat-free or close to fat-free if you can. Um, and one meal can be your meal that is, you know, the chicken, the meat, the steak, whatever it is that you decide. So this is one thing that I find to be very helpful in, in, in not having the liver to deal with so much fat and essentially not having it do its, its job properly. So when it comes to adrenaline addiction, we have to understand that glucose is so critical for our bodies that it needs to be consumed. And we talked about it in a previous episode, every hour and a half. Um, and there are a few adrenal snacks that are amazing for that. And this is something that I recommended all my clients at the mental health facility. I just made sure that they're eating 
quality food between their meals every hour and a half. Because what happens is if no glucose is available for our body, then then our adrenals are uh, begin to pump and 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 that allows the body to function and get through the day. Um, and this adrenal surge is is also what is known as uh, the rush, right? So we see the correlation between uh, glucose depletion and um, and in uh, insulin resistance. We see the cause of brain fog and confusion and fatigue, also in young people that just don't have enough of that. For my kids, I always make sure that they have. Um, I know that some people are against fruit juice, but in 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 long days, I do send my kids with uh, a good quality apple juice or coconut water. And I make sure they have enough fruit, uh, dates, melon, um, apples, um, stuff like that. So they can actually keep their brain um, functioning properly. I mean, I, 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 it's, it's, it's really hard for kids to sit in a class for six hours, uh, let alone adults, uh, with added stress to be able to function properly without those adrenal snacks. So this is something I recommend everyone, especially if you're, you know, suffering with any added stress and emotion. So this, it, that means that your um, the right kind of sugar is going to be needed in, in even higher dosages in your diet, because your body is going to use all the glucose to combat those surges that we face when we are in a in a stressful situation or just stressful environment it can be anything job family and so it is important to notice that and to note and to take action on our our on our snacks so when you snack try not to grab um you know a cheese it or whatever not is poison in a bag but try to really gravitate towards those uh, fresh foods and uh, fresh fruit and, and starchy vegetables. So the right sugar does matter. It's, um, it's, it's, it's those, it's those situations where we feel super fatigued that we really want to grab, you know, the bag of something um, or the snack that we're used to, or maybe a childhood connection to some sort of snack that we want. But just just notice what it is that you're craving and try to bring your body the healthier, more live, more alive version of that, right? Because you you don't want to run off adrenaline because this this is going to be that adrenaline that is rushing through your body may be actually very addictive, but it can also create serious health conditions and uh, consequently consequently you will experience the adrenal fatigue that so many people do. So when you are healing with any kind of food addiction, it is important to, like we said, to incorporate leafy greens, especially spinach. And this there's um, a salad green that is uh, grown wild in cornfields. It's called mache, uh, valerianella locusta. That's the Latin name of it. And this is also known to be very, very healing for the brain. Um, if you want to stop an addiction to chocolate, the, the answer is really not to cut all the sugars, but instead you want to bring in that glucose-rich foods 
um, and fruits that will help your body and brain to thrive. Um, and those will include, like I mentioned before, dates, like our kids love to eat dates. And that's something I grew up on date. And you, you take the seed out and you put an almond in it or a pecan or a walnut, whatever that is. They love that very much. Or just dates, plain dates, melons, mangoes, bananas, all of that are super beneficial for, for, for your brain. Um, when it comes to alcohol addiction and it's, it's, I feel that we all, we are all addicted to something. As I said before, we are all addicted to something. Um, but some addictions can be more harmful than others. And alcohol addiction is one of them that when someone passes a passes away from an alcohol addiction is really because their liver has given up on them. It's, you know, they, they, they killed their liver. And so if you do struggle with alcohol addiction, and I'm not an alcohol addiction specialist by any means, but I am an addiction and mental health nutritionist, your brain is likely desperate for glucose from the nutritional aspect. Of course, this is much more, this is a multidisciplinary platform where a therapist and a mentor and you know we need that multidisciplinary team to help battle that but from a nutritional standpoint i'm saying your brain is likely really deficient in the right glucose and we know that the methyl sugar in alcohol can quickly get to the brain it can also be super harmful and unlike the healing glucose in fruits and starchy vegetables, that methyl sugar found in alcohol can, what it does, it really pickles your brain over time, like, you know, like a pickled cucumbers in a jar of vinegar. So instead of flooding your brain with alcohols, methyl sugar, really start looking at natural glucose um, as, as, as healing food. So just start replacing your wine uh, before bedtime or your vodka or your beer with the foods from which these drinks were derived. So grapes and potatoes, right? Or whichever fruits you, you like best. And bringing any high glucose containing fruit into your diet is going to be crucial for you to begin to break your addiction, your alcohol addiction, right? And so we know that a lot of people that are um, alcohol addicted aren't that interested in food and they do get most of their calories from alcohol. Like I know someone that, you know, does intermittent fasting and eats very, 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 very little. And yet his physique and his, um, and, and his appearance doesn't look like he's doing all the right things. And so I ask myself, what is missing from this, you know, from this puzzle? Like something is missing. And I realized that when, when the sun sets, the alcohol comes. And so it's beer after beer after beer after beer after beer after beer. And that beer creates this, you know, craving for more beer and, we have to remember that beer is yeast and hops and alcohol and all that. And so that has created such a um, disharmony in, in that person's body. And obviously it's, it's not going to 
him not having the nutrients in the in the AM and having you know intermittent having experimented with intermittent fasting is not helping him at all because when you start doing all the wrong things when the sun sets that doesn't create a balanced life at all and so to break this addiction it is important that we eat snacks and meals that are glucose rich throughout the day so again dates and dried mangoes are fantastic especially for metabolism and gut um fresh papaya are is also especially helpful so just just experiment with with that if you are addicted to any drug again this is a multidisciplinary area but from a nutritional standpoint if you're addicted to any drug this is most likely um your body is suffering from glucose deficiency and the adrenal addiction that we we just mentioned so if you are addicted to opiates, you you may have an opiate addiction as well as an adrenaline addiction. And unfortunately, these two addictions can can really wreak havoc on, on your health. And it is a, an incredibly hard addiction to break. I remember um, for that mental health facility that I work, they, they ask that all clients will be um will be clean when they enter the house and when they enter the house usually they're being admitted from anywhere between 30 to 90 days depending on their age and what the insurance is willing to cover but you have to understand that some of those clients just got clean a day before and so they were battling with tremendous pain from the addictive behavior from the lack of drugs that they used to take from the lack of whatever they used to, you know, even uh, uh, vaporizing, this is an addictive behavior as well. So I, I've seen how incredibly hard it is um, to break because when a person uses their adrenaline runs full, full throttle um, and that can take, um, that can take a long time to break that addiction. That is why it is important to bring an abundance of mineral salts from vegetables and leafy greens and certain fruits. Um, daily lemon water, this is something I recommend. Every one of us really upon rising that creates a really gentle um, detox for our liver. So you just put water, doesn't matter if it's warm or, or room temperature, you squeeze half a lemon, you drink that. I drink 32 ounce uh, in a glass jar uh, at the start of the day. And then you wait a little bit. You'll see that you'll need to go to the bathroom and, you know, and so on and so forth. But it's a really efficient and gentle detox for your liver. So it's an important and critical piece. Another critical piece is eating the right kind of glucose. And that will include apples and wild blueberries that are, you know, super potent in antioxidants. Melons and mangoes, papayas that we mentioned before. Raw honey is another incredible bees gift uh, food that is packed with minerals. Um, it is also, again, important to eat every hour to an hour and a half when you're healing from drug addiction or any adrenaline-related uh, disease. Um so all of these are really important and important. It's important to find a really good doctor and clinician to help you with that. When it comes to combating addictions, um, it is essential to fuel your body properly and understand the role of adrenaline. And of course, I'm gonna 
add the role of the root cause, the source of needing to escape or imitate if that's what you grew up on or numb, right? So this is this is all important, but that's why eating um that's why eating plenty of fruits and green leaves and and vegetables is critical um because that would help with the nutritional aspect of it of the adrenaline that surges right and that can create an a euphoric feeling um so i mean there are a lot of supplements that can be super helpful there are a lot of healing foods uh and again you know talk to your compassionate practitioner about these, but some of the things that have really helped me and some of my clients are, you know, the GABA and the 5-HTP uh, for neurotransmitter chemical support, the lemon balm. I take lemon balm every day that it's an antipathogen. It's, it's, it's tea and it helps the nerves and the brain. California poppy really helps with any addiction. Um, vitamin C supports the adrenals tremendously um, and heals that and heals any nerves that have been injured by adrenaline surges in the past. Micro C, I like taking micro C. Passion flower, um, elderflower tea really helps the nervous system. B12 with both coenzymes is critical for everyone, I believe. B complex supplement is amazing. I took B complex um, when I was a teenager and I, you know, my, my life were my life was kind of hectic and stressful. So um, I used to take B-complex a lot. And I still do if I have a big day, I call it. Valerian is very helpful, but it's it's not the best thing for someone with sensitive stomach and sensitive nerves. Ginger uh, is fantastic. Uh, not only is it anti-inflammatory, but it, it, can, it can break addictions. Uh, again, those barley grass juice powder and spirulina, these are foods that are loaded with minerals and can support the neurotransmitters. Fennel is an amazing addiction fighting food. Um, it's got a lot of mineral salts and wild blueberries that we talked about before is, is a very powerful food and it can be amazing for, um, for any addiction. And in general, like we said before, lowering your fat intake can also stabilize your adrenals and neurotransmitters. And then that allows your body to absorb more minerals and glucose rich food. So again, if you enjoy meat, just try cutting your consumption in half. If you are plant-based, just, you know, try to lower the total amount of fat that you consume. Um, Another tool that I have used in the past is chocolate, like very, very dark chocolate. And I know it, it, may sound surprising, but it can be helpful for someone that is trying to heal from certain addictions. So if, if let's say, but if someone, if someone has a hard time tolerating chocolate, um, just know that it also, it's, it's also a neurotoxin. So if you're really healthy, you may be fine indulging in chocolate every so often, but, um, if you struggle with any nervous system issues or neurological problems, uh, it's best to avoid it. However, what I wanted to say is that if you're working to break an opioid addiction, then eating chocolate, again, dark, dark chocolate periodically may help prevent you from turning back to that substance. And um, I know Anthony Williams, uh, he disclosed and he said that when he worked with a client that was 
um, opioid addict, he just, he kept a stack of high quality dark chocolate bars on hand. And I actually did use that tip with my clients who were drug addicts that came to the mental health facility. And, you know, for some of them, it was major success, right? Omega-3s are really important, but it is important to receive them from the right source because so many of those, you know, fish oils and um, and capsules are contaminated. And we already know that fish are really contaminated because of our oceans, but um, it is important that they don't um, they don't have so much mercury in them that it's going to actually be more of a, will no longer benefit us. So maybe, I mean, if you get the omega-3s, um, make sure it's from a reliable source. Um, if you, if you do want to go with omega-3s, EPA, DHA from a fish source and not an algae source, then just make sure it's from um, wild small fish like anchovies and sardines and so on and so forth. Um, other foods that actually contain omega-3s are watermelon seeds and hemp seeds, butter leaf, lettuce, blackberry seeds, sesame seeds, tahini has a lot of omega-3 in it, tomato seeds, and so much more. You can actually, yeah, you can chew those seeds or put them in, in uh, or just eat the whole thing. Um, so those are the foods that can really help you from losing glucose reserves in your brain. And they are critical for your addictions and to help protect you from any neurological problems. So again, keep your fats low, increase your bioavailable glucose in the form of fruits and uh, leafy greens, and just have, you know, this way your, the glucose can enter your cells easily, uh, whether you're a meat eater, pescatarian, vegetarian, or, or vegan. All right. So, um, yeah. Um, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to comment or email us at, uh, raising the new earth podcast at gmail.com. I am Noah Dory and it was a pleasure. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Have a wonderful day, wonderful week, and we will talk with you soon. Settle down your trouble. Let the morning breeze caress your desire. Every night in my dreams I hope for future life invites our worlds to collide.